0: Good evening and welcome to the Franchise Tag Podcast with me, your host, Freddie Hall. We are back again after a couple of weeks off. I know Andrew and Adam have been doing some shows as well with the Combine and looking at players, looking at uh, also mocking the mock drafts as well. However, today is going to be brass tacks of the free agent frenzy. Free agency is officially open and it's going crazy already. Even the crazy moves that we we are know may be coming, hopefully on this show tonight. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge, Aaron Rodgers, maybe. And... Um, We're going to be looking at a lot of the free agency stuff today, some of the trades as well that have happened. It is going to be definitely a programme where we're going to be weaving, ducking and diving and uh, going left and right, because I will be keeping my Twitter constantly scrolling and updating to see what the latest news is. But We're going to dive right into it. The latest news, which has happened in the last two minutes, obviously, very much relevant for one of our resident podcasters here, Andrew Manning, is that Darren Waller, tight end for the Las Vegas Raiders, has just been traded to the New York Giants for a third round pick. Pick number 100, actually. That is the pick for the Giants received for Kadarius Tony when they sent him to the Kansas City Chiefs. So some people are saying they've traded Kadarius Tony for Darren Waller. Immediate reaction, Andrew. We had, obviously, we've been chatting just about it off uh, camera, but um, immediate thoughts on this trade for Darren Waller, who, went fit, Top five tight end in the league is a real menace in the offence.
1: Yeah, I think that's the way you've got to look at it as well. When he is fit, he is fantastic because there was no other reason why in my head I was going, when I saw it, I was like, tight end? Really? You know, is that kind of what we need? But then when you look at who it is and if he does stay fit, what a fantastic player and, uh, and a great addition. Looks like Wigan down the route of running the ball, maybe a bit more, protecting Daniel Jones, using his legs. So, the young um, Daniel Bellinger and, and, and Darren Waller, tight ends, two solid tight ends there. Seems to be the direction we might be going in. So that, that's a, it's a great addition. Uh, I really like it. I just thought there was other areas we probably needed immediate. But we've had a good free agency so far. We've brought in two big names, which is uh, fantastic for us to attract them uh, with such a fresh team. So really, really happy so far.
0: The second big name being Bobby Okereke, the middle linebacker. So yeah. yeah. which I thought was a, a really astute move. So I'm sure we'll talk about that at some point. I should also add, but obviously we are live, so if it's slammy comments um, in the video as well, we'll chat about them on here. Lots of obviously free agency and uh, lots of rumors. I mean, spinning around well at the minute. So maybe if you want to ask uh, our opinion on that, feel free to to jump in the comments there. Adam, Darren Warlock, off the New York Giants, maybe an area that they didn't need to focus on. But how are you feeling about this uh, this trade?
2: Uh it feels a bit of a strange one I think everyone seems very very this is an amazing move uh, I thought Bellinger had done pretty well when he was when he was fit and it wasn't really a injury as in like a, you know it was an eye injury so it wasn't something that was mega serious as like uh, you know when it comes to playing football but um yeah it feels I mean he's a great player if you can keep him fit it'd be great it's a third round pick that they've given up for him Uh, So it's a bit of a punt on trying to keep someone, uh, trying to keep him fit. I hope he does well. And um, I suppose really, like I said, I said before we came on, it feels like a win now move. And I'm not 100% sure that the Giants are in that position, but maybe they'll try and bring in some other people as well.
0: Well, the immediate reaction from one, of the Las Vegas Raiders, I've just popped open my Twitter, is Josh Jacobs saying, and apologising for the language, shit, shit sad for real. So he's pretty, I mean, he's maybe a little bit upset with Derek Carr as quarterback and also uh, Darren Waller leaving the Raiders. Of course, he's gained a quarterback in Jimmy Garoppolo, again, something that we'll talk about, I'm sure, momentarily. Maybe we'll stick on the trade sort of talk for the time being, seems as this Darren Waller trade has just happened. Another trade that happened just the other day, Jalen Ramsey also going for a third round pick from the Los, uh, Los Angeles Rams over to the Miami Dolphins. That's now has a, a backfield of Jalen Ramsey, Zayvon Howard. Um, Javon Holland, who's one of my favourite safeties in the league. Adam, a a bit of a, also a bit of an out-of-the-nowhere trade. It was sort of vaguely rumoured that Ramsey may be on the move. And it's been rumoured really with a lot of Rams players that they could be on the move. Is it sort of biting them in the arse a little bit, their game plan that they've been running with for for so many years?
2: Just a little bit. Just a, just a mm. tiny little bit. Uh, now now it's time to pay, isn't it? And hopefully it will take forever for them because they deserve it. Um, it's uh, it's one of them things where I think if you're going to go down this route and you're going to go all in, and they really did go all in, uh, you need to get the win, which they did. And now you have to suffer the consequences of it and you have to rebuild. And, you know, it's all very much going to be around Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald and possibly Matthew Stafford. There's even talk about him maybe going somewhere else, but I think they're probably going to be the three guys that's going to be around and they've got quite a lot of draft picks this year. So I think the plan is to try and sort of like just build the squad out in that way. Uh, I think it's going to be tough for them. They're going to have a tough couple of years and then go again. I think it's probably what the, the plan will be. Uh, as for Ramsey, I can see why he wanted to go back. I mean, he. Played for Jacksonville and so he's back back in Florida, um, so yeah. I mean, it's it's not a bad move. Not many teams were wanted him was is what the rumor seems to be going around, and so it, it wasn't so difficult for the Dolphins to pick him up. Um, I think he's probably slightly past his best now. Uh, he's still a very capable corner and an improvement in an area that the Dolphins probably did need. So only giving up a third round is probably not too bad.
0: And with Andrew, with the Giants trade we just said about, Andrew, Adam said that it looked a bit like a win-now trade. Did, did, is that a similar sort of feeling with this Jalen Ramsey trade? Because the Miami Dolphins were definitely at the heels if it wasn't for the quarterback problems um, for most of the season in that, in that AFC East. And uh, how do you feel about his trade for Jalen Ramsey?
1: I mean, yeah, they were, they were a great team last year. They were a good one to watch. Uh, so I think it's just a case of uh, building on that momentum that they managed to produce last year by adding a couple of veteran pieces. I think it's nice. They've got a lot of youngsters there. So um, why not bring in a couple of veterans, teach teacher youngsters, uh Look at the draft see what you get there and 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 roll again and then just keep that sort of uh players rolling in and out so if if rams is only there for a year you you know use him while you can and then bring in the next one i think it's 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 something that what you're talking about the rams haven't done they've just went all in everyone gone there's there's no there was no middle ground i think this this points for miami that there's, there's kind of a plan to continue this rolling for many years rather than just a one and done or a win now uh scenario
0: and um, while we're to, on the subject, uh, Waller is under contract for the Giants for four seasons, uh, salary going up in 2026 to 13.5 million. That's the max you're going to pay him in that whole four year span. So, you know, what's that, 10? Uh, 40, about 45 mil uh, in total for throughout, throughout that whole. Um, whole four year period so a pretty pretty decent contract to be able to to pick up there and i'm going to be up, eyes up and down up and down whilst looking at my phone to keep updated with the twitter um another trade that um hasn't happened just yet adam and i will go back to you because obviously it centers around aaron Rodgers, who has been the talk of the town since he went into the darkness and he came back from the darkness and is telling him nobody nothing Apparently has a wish list of who he wants to be at the jets with him and that is the green bay packers offense um it's mercedes lewis is apparently in the building there and Lazard is in the building rumors randall cobb's wanted and also about odell beckham jr is apparently a player that he wants over at the jets as well i mean is uh, the jets offensive unit must be there must have been full of beans thinking about getting aaron Rodgers. now they're thinking oh well am i even gonna have a space left because he just wants all his guys in
2: well, it's Garrett Wilson, isn't it? It's the only one. The rest, <laughs> no, no, none of them, they're all going to be going. Only Garrett Wilson's going to be the survivor, I think, the way that they're talking. Um, I don't think they've got much at the tight end, to be honest, have they? And Mercedes Lewis is kind of a blocker anyway, so he's just going to be a bit extra. Uh, Cobb, I, I mean, they got rid of Berrios, so that would kind of make sense as a, pretty much the same sort of type of player. Uh, yeah, Lazard, Corey Davis, I suppose, would be the replacement for him. And uh, so I suppose it kind of makes sense. It all sort of adds up, doesn't it? And I can see what they're doing. Um, It'd be interesting to see what the uh, eventual sort of like what they actually pay for him draft pick wise. I think that's the that's the interesting thing and and one thing that everyone is kind of waiting for. Um, But, you know, I mean, been a Packers fan for too long, so uh, we we just wait for Rogers to make up his mind and get on. You know, we'll get on with it. Then one thing I will say, be quite happy once it's over and he's gone.
0: <clears throat> Would you agree, Andrew? Because it it is taking the Mick at how long this is going on for. Like for the Jets organization, from science to the, the it seems pretty much agreed the package. It, it just seems like we're just waiting on. Aaron to be Aaron. And is, it just feels, again, it's all about Aaron every off-season. And finally, something is happening. But does Jets surely just at this point want to be like, let's just get it done so then we can focus on what we're going to do in the rest of our free agency period, surely?
1: Yeah, I'm a little bit unsure of why they're jumping through so many hoops to sort of land this as well. You know, he's a 39-year-old quarterback. We There's going to be drama around him all year. There's going to be drama... Uh, next year? So like the, what they do one year with him, maybe it doesn't work, maybe it does, but then you have the off-season next year, you know, what's he going to do? Say, oh, I want to be traded to the Vikings, you know, that that he's got a scenario in his head. Um, But yeah, I'd, why would you want to bring so much drama around your organisation for one player that it may not work? Um mm. You know, and wouldn't it be perfect if, they jumped for all these hoops and then he went, Oh, actually, I'm gonna to go to the Titans. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna to go to <laughs> Houston. Or something like that. You know, that, that would be the icing on the cake for me.
0: That posed an interesting question though, because if he does just go deals off, don't want to go, how do the what do the Jets then do? Because there's not really anyone left. <laughs> Stop for them crying. To <laughs> yeah, well, and, and what but also as well, I'm not overly convinced the Packers want him in the building. So what
2: do they do? Are they going to be that happy if that happens? He retires. I think if, if he... that They're your options. I, I think it's very much he's going to go or he's going to retire. And they seem to be the two main ones. He might try and come back. At which point, based on what the contracts are and stuff like that, it would kind of be in the Packers' interest to bring him back because you're going to end up paying more if you cut him. So I, I think in that respect, he, will, he would come back. But in reality, I, look, the fact that they've got, you know, they're talking to Alan Lazard, who, you know, in the nicest possible way, it feels like no one else is particularly that interested, which is mm. a shame because I actually think Lazard mm. is a decent receiver. But it, the, every, the other teams, they, they don't seem that bothered. It seems like the Jets are the, are the main ones that are kind of talking to him purely because Rodgers has said so. They've done everything they can you know, I don't think the Jets could do any more. As Andrew is saying, they they are jumping through hoops like crazy. They really are. It's like, you know, they're bringing in coaches for him. They're bringing in players for him. I mean, he's basically taking over the building is essentially what's going on here. And so it, it feels like a, a bit of a strange one to do. Um, but it does make them win now. If he goes in, they are win now. And th- this is what I mean with some of these. Other, I know that the other teams, they have to you know, do everything they can to make themselves as competitive as possible, but that AFC is packed already and now you're going to put the Jets in it as well and then you're going to have the Dolphins bringing people like Ramsey and you sort of think, well, that makes them kind of almost like, not as much win now, but you feel like they should be in the conversation and trying. It's it's very bizarre. There's a lot of teams that are kind of pushing all their chips in and the Jets are, if they can get him, are, are probably doing that, but I don't i don't know if it's necessarily going to work hmm.
0: there's also a, a, another trade obviously is out in the in the ether there because austin eckler and the, the la chargers seem to not being able to get a contract extension sort of sorted andrew and he's he's asked to uh well it's requested to talk to teams about a trade i think that has been granted as well but he can talk to teams um what's the market for austin eckler out there and where, and where do you think he would be maybe going if uh we see a move?
1: Well, there's plenty of teams out there that are hunting for, for a running back in there. And one of that talent uh, as well is a no-brainer. It saves you going to the draft. Obviously, we were talking that there may, might only be two, three guys from the draft this year that, that might be able to come in and play straight away uh, and make an impact. So a guy like Ekler being on the market's really going to interest maybe maybe the Bills, maybe the Bears, um, so any, any of those sort of need some help at, at running back. I think the Dolphins have already, they've just re-signed uh, Raheem Morris to a most it to a, another yeah. year so maybe they're not really in the market but I, it's a really odd one for me um, he's such a talented player and such a a, a a guy that you'd want in your building I think um, so the unrest for him at the Chargers is, is a, a shock to me that there's mm. something not quite right there um, if players of his stature are saying I, I, I want out I'd like to be traded it seems a bit odd
2: well, he wants he wants to be paid doesn't he mm-hmm. you know that that is what it is he wants to be paid and they don't want to pay him because he's a running back so that's that's pretty yeah, much what it is, with uh malvin gordon didn't they um yeah you know he, he sat out
1: for a year didn't he uh because they wouldn't pay him so they obviously don't yeah. like paying running backs
0: but well, but they also had two wide mike williams and keenan allen couldn't keep on the field last year and eckler was their saving grace on offense he was the only one running for you know Herbert's a great quarterback but it was Ek- the offense was running for Eckler, and you think you know he's paid his dues, hasn't he, with this Chargers uh, Chargers team? You have thought that I don't the, think the, that just matters though, on the Money just, doesn't it? it? Just depends on the yeah, money. I,
2: I, yeah, I I just don't think that matters. I think they have. Uh, it's funny. It's like Eckler's. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know how you'd look at it, but to me, I would say Eckler is just as good as Saquon Barkley. Personally, I think they're both top-notch running backs and. Yeah, because Saquon went as high as he did in the draft, he's earned a hell of a lot more money in his career so far than what Eckler did. He was undrafted. And I think it, it's almost like you have that stigma attached to you. You know, even um, you think of, say, like someone like Philip Lindsay, who was at the Broncos, was undrafted, did really well for the Broncos, but, what, moved on to the Texans for a year and is now basically out of the league? I mean, I, I think... It just it's a stigma that goes around with you if you're undrafted. And then also teams don't want to pay a lot for running backs. And I think that's what the
1: problem is. I think it's understandable to say that teams don't want to pay running backs because the, the shelf life on them's not fantastic. Uh, you know, when you're talking sort of 27, 28 years old, you might be saying that, oh, it's time to move on from someone and bring someone else in. But he's not the guy that you give Give the ball and tell him to run directly into the line every time. He's so dynamic in the in, in catching the ball that um, there's a lot more shelf life in wide receivers, and you're happy to pay the wide receivers. But equally for me, he's, he's so uh, involved in that receiving game that he's probably worth a bit more than a guy that just runs full throttle like a Derek Henry into into the line of scrimmage and and, and gets whacked every time. So. Um, it's a bit of an odd one, but uh yeah, understand understand your reasonings behind it. But like I say, running backs don't have that shelf life, do they?
0: We would be hounded and chased with pitchforks if we didn't talk about the Chicago Bears because the fans are going mental in Chicago. Do we have,
2: do we have to talk about the Chicago They're going mental. You're going to
0: have to talk about your uh, divisional rival. They've traded out of the number one pick to the Carolina Panthers, receiving the, the Panthers first round pick this year. So a pick swap there. A second rounder in this year's draft, a first rounder next year, a second rounder in 2025. And they've got DJ Moore. And they went wild yesterday. They brought in TJ Edwards, linebacker formerly of Philadelphia Eagles, Tremaine Edmonds, middle linebacker formerly of the Buffalo Bills, and Nate Davis, a guard from the Tennessee Titans, who are all three of them seen as very, very good players within the league. Um, what was your reaction, Adam, at being a Pakistan fan for, for, for the Bears' trade firstly? Because I think we knew it was coming, but also the fact that this Bears team is not scared this offseason. They, they have got money to burn, and they're not burning it. I don't think I've made some. They've made three very smart decisions with these um, players so far.
2: I think with the trade specifically, um, every so we actually put something out on our Twitter page, basically, who do you think kind of won it sort of mm-hmm. thing? Everyone went the best. Everyone. Um, it feels to me a little bit st- That's the price you pay if you want to go from ninth to first. I don't really feel like there was much difference between that and what the um, 49ers paid for when they went from 12th to third. It it feels very similar when it comes to draft picks. So it's kind of like that is just what you pay. Um, The only thing that I feel the Bears probably did get a little bit on top was DJ Moore. I think that's the reason that... You might feel that they did they did a little bit better than some of the previous one. Um, you know, we've seen more, haven't we? Play in the NFL for a few years now. He's clearly a very very talented wide receiver, but has been very unlucky. I think with the quarterback situation that he's had in Carolina, and if he can have a maybe a bit more of a steady situation with someone like Justin Fields, I think that will be a very good thing for him. Uh, although I do, you you know, you you do still question a little bit when it comes to Field because obviously a lot of what you've seen has all been with his legs. Um, You know, he's still a very talented quarterback, but I think you just need to see it more than anything else. And I think you could probably argue that the reason it was mainly with his legs was because there was no one to throw it to. So I I think it's a bit 50-50 on that one that people are coming out and saying... um, when it comes to the free agents they're good players they're spending a lot of money on players that i don't know it feels like a lot of money for some of these well, guys they're all right they're not they, bad. Did,
0: they did they did for what roquan smith wanted they got two very good linebackers for the same price
2: yeah and neither of them are of the talent of roquan smith so i suppose mm. it depends how you want to look at it mm. That's the problem. That's where I think you've got to be. It, it depends what you want. And, and I suppose they are a team with a lot of holes. And so they need to fill them holes. And so maybe having, you know, the sum of all parts is going to be better than the one individual. So maybe that's the way that they're going for it. I, I think, you know, these Tremaine Edmonds, I think has been great in Buffalo, but he's had literally, I mean, everything was to his advantage in buffalo i feel uh, it's like you couldn't have asked for a better situation it's not going to be like that in chicago um so that it, it's that kind of thing it, it's very much that but it, it, i think it was kind of a fair trade to be honest
0: mm-hmm. the, the the when the lid on the pasta pot boils over all the water that was like andrew's cap when you started talking about justin fields he was ready so ready to be <laughs> into his defence so quickly, because he is your guy, Andrew. You love uh, yourself a bit at Justin Fields. Do you think he's pretty happy that he's got, in my opinion, a number one wide receiver to be able to to throw to? And also with uh, also the other acquisitions that the Bears team have made.
1: Yeah, he's got to be really pleased with uh, how it's going forward for him now. After uh, last year, it seemed like they were just making his, his life more difficult uh, in previous years for him and and sort of giving him no help and no O-line and no receivers. And it seems like they're just checking all the boxes now and giving him a chance. And um, there's a lot of people out there. I know Gareth always likes to wind me up and go, you know, he's yeah, he's, he's, he's a good running back, isn't he? But, but a lot of people didn't see what he did at college. Uh, and he threw the ball a hell of a lot of college. You know, he, he threw for like over... 5,000 yards at at college and he wasn't predominantly running the ball. I don't think he's particularly had thousands of thousands of rushing yards uh, for Ohio. It came from his arm and how well he could throw the ball. Um, So he's definitely got the talent there. It's nice to see that they're bringing people in. And he's got all all the chance now to to really cement that and take control because that's a young team now, isn't it? There's a lot of youngsters there now um, and it could look like they could get something going. Adam says the paid over the odds for 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 some people but they've got the money to spend and why not bring in some veteran heads to lead some of these youngsters because they've got some more draft capital to bring in some more youngsters as well so i i I like what they're doing and and when you're talking about winners and losers i think people only talk about a loser for the panthers because yes they've moved up and and got that first spot but they've really I, I, i don't feel like their team's overly strong and i think they've that's why people are saying they've lost. They've lost the top, uh, their number one wide receiver to go and get a quarterback and left themselves very, very, very short at wide receiver. I think that's why people may say they <clears> lost <throat> the trade because um, th- there isn't a lot there in terms of offense, really, um, at all. So is a quarterback going to end up going to a team that's a Justin Fields situation from previous, mm-hmm. essentially? Mm-hmm.
0: So, I mean, I, I've got but, but, but there's nothing really coming in at the minute. We've seen Emmanuel Mosley uh, just signed for the Lions. Nothing really happening. Plenty of rumours, obviously, knocking around as, as per usual. But maybe we should look at some of the free agent signings that we've maybe really liked uh, or some that we, maybe some of the teams we are maybe a bit worried about. Um, I, I'll, I'll sort of start off. Um, Jesse Bates going to the Atlanta Falcons and Von Bell going to the Carolina Panthers. I think both teams have done fantastically there, getting two very, very tough top safeties. My issue is a worry for the Cincinnati Bengals who have been touching distance year on year on year and had a really solid defence. I mean, it gives Dax Hill, I suppose, an opportunity to to really come into his own. He's been very good for them. Um, what, what, what do you guys think about that um, in terms of for the Cincinnati Bengals and for both uh, of these players going to these new teams?
1: I think it's a big loss for them. Uh, Jesse Bates mm. especially, I think that's a massive, massive loss. Um, I would say that it was probably the secondary that people said was the issue. Uh, at, at the Bengals, that was where they they needed more depth and more strength. And to lose two of your your veteran players that have really played extremely well over the last couple of years in that rebuild, um, I, I think it, it does kind of put some question marks on what's happening. But again, they've got they've got a first round pick. They, it seems to be working for them. They've got their offense sort sorted and locked in so they can focus on spending some time uh there's a lot the, the depth of cornerbacks and and there's some talented safeties as well uh, in this draft they can um they can go out and get two in the first two rounds if they wanted and they'd be coming away with with players that are good enough to start straight away so I'm not worried in the sense that, that they can now go and focus on that because their offense is so good
0: going on to you, Adam. We'll move off for uh, that. So sort of we'll just go through a lot of the ones that we've got. Javon Hargrave
1: going to the San Francisco 49ers.
0: Incredibly solid defense. Just gets even better. Um, maybe we'll just t- talk about the Eagles as well in this because they have now lost a couple of players who were really good on that defense. Last year, Javon Hargrave. Um, uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson still not gone anywhere just yet. I mean, he could still resign for the Philadelphia Eagles. TJ Edwards obviously going as well. Um, how do you feel about after the Javon Hargrave for the 49ers? Just... <laughs> solidifying what is already such a fierce defence.
2: Yeah, the 49ers need a bit more help, don't they, on the defensive <laughs> line? Um, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a great move for them. They, they, who did they get rid of? Was it McGlinchey? I think they got rid of, McGlinchey,
0: of who's got, gone to Denver. Yeah, yeah,
2: he's gone to Denver and kind of replaced him. I think they've probably got a better, you know, done well there because I think McGlinchy can kind of dip in and out a bit, whereas for I feel like what we saw of Hargrove last year, you know, if he can do that, then that's going to be very good for them. Um, Eagles, it's a bit worrying, isn't it, with some of these uh, defensive players that they brought in. It, it feels very much like they went all in for the year uh, with some of these guys. There's a lot of talk of Bradbury going. Uh, there's uh, Gardner Johnson looks like he's going to go. It, well it they're,
0: they're bit... both free agents, they could get
2: re-signed. Yeah. They they're free yeah, no, for anyone to at the minute, really. So so it is it is a little bit uh difficult to see them being able to keep up to the level that they were. Um mm-hmm. I think having someone like har Grey, uh Edwards as well, wasn't it? Was was there TGN, as well. DJ Edwards was there. He's gone to Chicago. Um, the reason that defense did so well, especially on the line, was because they kept on rotating so much. And I, I feel like that is something that obviously – be- I mean, they're probably going to the draft. They've got two first-round picks. So there's no reason why they can't bring in guys and, and replace them. They're just not as tested, obviously, as the previous ones. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think I think Jason Kelsey coming back is huge for them. I think that's a massive plus for them. Uh, Brandon Graham's come back for another year, so that's positive as well. But it, it just puts a few question marks over them at the moment, I think.
0: Uh, I'm just seeing if there's any
1: Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> no, it's not <laughs> going to happen. Gonna it's not going to be They've got more, more uh, hoops to jump through, they haven't completed yet. Yeah,
0: not completed the whole one. Yeah,
1: um, they might need to get Jordy Nelson out of retirement, maybe. Yeah,
2: Ty Montgomery will have him come back. You know, well, it's,
0: it's, it's, speaking of one player with age, not on his side, really. Patrick Peterson, Andrew, going to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, everyone was saying we should have re signed Cam Sutton. Cam Sutton gets um signed by the Detroit Lions. A little bit of panic for. Pittsburgh Nation, about what we're going to do about corner. We're going to have to take corner in the draft now, in the first round. Then Patrick Peterson, who was was outstanding at the Vikings last year, has, uh, has been signed last season, immediately becomes cornerback one for the Pittsburgh Steelers.
1: Yeah, and I think he's become that guy that kind of, when you talk about free agency and him when he moves, people always go, get him in, get him in the building, because he's the perfect person to learn from. Mm. You always hear that. I heard it when, they, when he went to the Vikings as well. They were like, get him in, they can learn from him. And I think that's perfect for you. You've now... Covered that position with an absolutely incredible talent and all signs point towards you uh, going corner uh, in the draft. So you're going to get an exceptional youngster. Like I said, these guys are extremely talented and he's going to learn from one of the best. It, for me, that's a, a great situation. Um, so a I, I big tick for the Steelers for that one for me.
0: I just see a tweet as well saying that it was a bit of a, it was a, a reaction to Cam Sutton not coming back. It from sounds of it, Steelers were very convinced he was going to come back and then didn't. And they were maybe floundering a little bit, but luckily someone like Peterson was on the, uh, on the on free agency to be able to go and get him. Um, Michael Thomas re-signing with the Saints. That happened in the last couple of hours. Adam, um, obviously he's really struggled with injury uh, for the last few years, but has got a, a pretty decent quarterback now at New Orleans Saints. So Derek Carr decided to, um, to sign for the New Orleans Saints Saints fans should be happy so far bring back Thomas got in Derek Carr not really lost loads of players in, in key positions I suppose I mean the big anomaly and I don't want to go dip down the, the rabbit hole completely on this is what oh is happening. go
2: on you know you want to come on we haven't got a
0: clue what's happening with Alvin Kamara do we yet so that's also some <laughs> news that the Saints fans are, are, are really waiting on but are Saints fans happy at this point in free agency so far
2: um, I I don't know to be honest if they are or not. I mean, it's it, it's an improvement. Would, would, you you would you be if you
0: were saint? you be if you were saint?
2: Um, it's an improvement. I'll give him that. Derek Carr is obviously an improvement on Jameis Winston or Andy Dalton. I think that's that's fairly obvious. So I think we can we can say that. Michael Thomas coming back for another year. Uh, I mean, he hasn't done anything in so long now. Mm. Um, it, it feels a little bit like, what's the point? I, I think I'd probably, I suppose they haven't got a first-round pick this year, so they're not going to get a great wide receiver. So maybe that's why they've done it just to just to have him now. Yeah. They, um, they got no, they, they gave it up to the damage. Broncos.
0: No, the Broncos gave they it, got up to it off the Broncos.
2: Oh, I went the wrong way around, did I? Okay. Yeah, yeah, Fair yeah. enough. It's low, it's a low,
0: it's a low pick because
2: it wasn't... Yeah. Much, um, so they, they, yeah, I mean, they might be able to pick one up there, but even then it's, it's. what is it, 29, something like that? So I think that might be quite so, a, yeah. it's a tough
0: one to pick
2: up. I, I, I don't know. I, I think they're in a big sort of like rebuild, aren't they, at the moment, and it feels like it's just going to carry on. And I don't see Derek Carr being the one who makes the difference, to be honest. I think it's just going to keep going for a while longer yet. And it's like i said i think it's better than what it was last year but i wouldn't expect too much from him this year hmm.
0: who else what else have we had moving around i mean jimmy g to the raiders the raiders fans were probably quite happy about three hours ago with jimmy Jean as a quarterback jacoby myers there could be more magic like there was last season with him um you've got darren Waller, got Devante adams then wall is gone um with their pick where it is in the draft, Andrew, the Raiders, I mean, though they've brought in Jimmy G, some would argue the ultimate bridge quarterback, do you think they are maybe willing to take maybe a risk on an Anthony Richardson in the draft, considering it is still high pick and they could still go in that quarterback direction?
1: There's too many holes there, isn't there? They can't, you can't, you've brought in Jimmy G. You can't then go first round pick quarterback and then go, we've got no O-line. We've got... You know, uh, I, I, we've lost people. Um, the dressing room's sort of getting a bit aggy. We're, we're seeing that they didn't bring back. Um, well, they've upset Jacobs, haven't they? So um, mm. I, I, I don't know. I feel like they've got they've got to, they've got to address the O line. If you if, regardless, if you want to bring in Anthony Richardson or or whatever, you've got to address that O line. Um, so they're gonna have to they're gonna have to look at the draft for that, aren't they? Um, so. I don't know. I, I'd be, I'd be pretty. You would have been happy, wouldn't you, at the start when you got Jimmy G going? Oh yeah, okay. At least we've got someone. But to lose Waller, Richard, I think that's a that's a big loss for them. I'm, I'm, I'm shocked that they even took the trade, uh, considering it wasn't for for much either. So, mm. I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm out on them. I'm, I haven't really got an opinion on them because I, don't, I just feel like they're not going anywhere. They're not going backwards. They're not going forwards. They're just being
2: the raiders and that's a shame is it is it a shame i mean it's the raiders being the raiders isn't it you know know i love to have a go at the raiders um they what they've done is they've created the perfect marriage for me they've brought in the quarterback who can't win for the team who can't do anything this is brilliant um yeah it's just it's money, isn't it? He's gonna be a lot cheaper this year than whatever Derek Carr was gonna be. I think Derek Carr was gonna cost them something like the first year it was like seventy million or something crazy. And then it was gonna be like less over the next few years that they had left. Whereas for under this contract with Jimmy G, it's it's something like thirty something. So it's it's not as not as bad for them, which is basically meant that they can bring in people like Jacoby Myers and sort of done stuff like that. So I think that's that's the logic Mm -hmm. behind it. Um, I don't think it changes anything, though. Uh, I think you're probably looking at two quarterbacks that are basically the same.
0: I've just I've just seen I've just seen a great tweet in exchange for Derek Carr and Dan Waller. Josh McDaniels received the hundredth pick. Like, that's it. <laughs> it tells the story, doesn't
1: it? It does tell the story. Well, that's what we've. That's yeah. what we've just said. They just. <laughs> they yeah. got nothing for Waller. They could have keeping him was probably a better plan. Um, I suppose it leaves them that they could, maybe get a Hendon Hooker or, Max Duggan. Take a risk on Duggan or Stetson Bennett later on um, if they want to. Maybe Hendon mm-hmm. Hooker, I think, will probably be the more sensible one. To, you know, let him recover from that injury uh, and then see if he can. Produce what he did at, at Tennessee, uh, and they could they could br- introduce a quarterback into the building for the future that way. But yeah, it's it's not it's not great.
0: I think our final subject will be unless something does big does happen in the next uh, couple of minutes but i think we should end on this and really it's about someone who hasn't signed anything yet um it came out today in a tweet it looks like from Lamar jackson that he got offered three years and 100 plus million. i haven't got i had the exact tweet a moment ago how much money it was but I've, I've now since lost the, tw- uh, the tweet but it was a three-year contract with 100 million plus um had the non-exclusive franchise tag uh slapped on him by the Baltimore Ravens he does represent himself he is his own agent so this is why things may be taking a little bit of time with Lamar but teams could go out there and offer him big money and the Ravens would have to match that's how non-exclusive tag works for people who don't know is that teams can go offer him a contract if he doesn't want it there the Ravens do have to match it so I mean there's the NFL teams maybe have a bit of an agreement but you don't just go and off someone ridiculous money because the team has to then match it i suppose there's probably a a, a non-verbal agreement amongst the nfl teams with that um but how shocked to you andrew with this lamar jackson saga because it feels like it's just going on and on It feels like much like rogers with the jets in the back because it feels like this lamar jackson with the baltimore ravens it seems to be tuning and throwing at the cost of their gm he's keeping a lot of his cards to his chest i think wanting to do the right thing for the Ravens as well as for Lamar, I suppose. Where, where do you land on all this with Lamar Jackson?
1: I honestly didn't see him still being there. Uh, as soon as the, the way it ended last year uh, and him not coming back to the team or traveling with them, I and obviously with the contract issues still then, I automatically thought he wasn't going to be back in the building and we wouldn't be sat here talking about him still being there. I thought he would have been traded. I thought he would have gone. I thought they would have looked in a different direction. Obviously, they got rid of uh, Greg Roman. So I was like, but well, they're obviously want- going to start wanting to throw the ball a bit more. They're changing what they're doing uh, at the Ravens. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really shocked we're having the conversation. He's still there and could be playing for that team. Um, I, th- I thought they'd move in a different direction or try something else. So, yeah, that, that's really shocked me uh, for just from that standpoint. And where do you
0: land on it, Adam? Because the guy's talented, right? I mean, they win. They win more with him in the team. They win a lot more with him in the team. And I know there's a little bit of a thing of he misses a lot of games. But I think in I think I saw a stat somewhere in the last three or four years he's lost that he's missed thirty three percent of games, which is a it's a small fraction of games really for for four seasons.
2: Well, I mean, he's stopping you from getting in the playoffs though. Hmm. So I mean, it, it, certainly the last two years he's missed thirty-three percent of games. I mean, if you're missing that many games and you're having to rely on a backup to get you through, I mean that's it's a, it's a fairly decent chunk of games to miss. I mean, you know, it's it's going to stop you from not only potentially ending up in the playoffs, but it's going to stop you from getting a. a you know, really high, num- you know, pick as well. You're not going to be like the number one C because you've just lost your, your star quarterback for six games. So it is a really big thing. I must admit, I'm a little surprised he's still there. I thought that but he, he can't do anything at the moment, can he? Because he, he doesn't have an agent. So he, he's not allowed to actually negotiate with anyone until tomorrow afternoon, I think it is. Um, so maybe something will happen after that. Um, I, I think he will just carry on. He will keep going and going. I, I think you've got a good chance if he ends up staying that he doesn't play and hmm. he will just keep going and keep going until they have to release him and he gets out on the open market because he's got it in his head that he should be getting a Deshaun Watson style contract, which I think everyone has kind of come out and said that's a bit of a you know, an anomaly, you know, it's not something that you're gonna get again. Um, but that seems to be what he wants, and he wants something <laughs> like that. So, yeah, I mean, we'll have to see. It might, it might take a bit longer uh, with him if anything does happen. But I think there is a good chance that he doesn't play if he stays.
1: Yeah, that I, contract with Deshaun Watson has been completely restructured already, hasn't it? Yeah. So Yeah, today, and, was
2: today the, or yesterday. Yeah. yeah,
1: and I think the NFL has
0: come together again in a non-verbal way and gone... Right, they went and did that, and it was ridiculous. And none yeah. of a, no one else can should do that or do that. We, we need to stand together here, and we'll reset the quarterback market. Asset. Well, they,
2: they haven't, they haven't Might done have. that, but they but they have done that. If you yeah. know what I mean. So,
0: no, not, you know. mm-hmm. no. Now, uh, in rapport just, uh, uh, the latest signing is Rashard Penny, running back, formerly of the Seattle Seahawks, has just agreed terms with the Philadelphia Eagles. In Rapport, I, I would love you to come on our show one day, but tweets <laughs> like this is nonsense. In short stints, Rashard Penny has been one of the best backs in football. Ridiculous, averaging over six yards per carry. Ridiculous. It's what you do with the carries. Philly lands a back with big time upside. Come on, yeah. Can well, we not? We're not. We ourselves it, with Richard yeah. Penny is
2: is a big time back. Hang on a minute. Are you telling me that you want Ian Rappaport to come on here so you can critique his tweets? Is that where we're going? No,
0: I'm just saying the chances of him coming on get slim when he makes statements like that. That's, <laughs> more, yeah. my, that's more my problem. Like, like I don't know who Benjamin Solak is. And again, Benjamin, uh, he's a writer for The Ringer. Penny is a better runner than Miles Sanders. A healthy Penny is going to lead the league in rushing yards with Philly.
2: Ridiculous.
1: That's ridiculous. I'm... I'm last year Penny was pretty good wasn't he until he he's got injured good. Every, oh, really? he's good he's no he's good every year he's fit anytime he's on the field no. he's fit he's
2: good he just always gets injured he's Yeah,
1: just, he, he, he's only good for about four or five games and that's to it say, <laughs> to say that he's better than Mar Sanders is ridiculous no I like Mar Sanders I think he does his job well I think you know what more do you want he's, I like Mar Sanders stays fit oh. stays well, Sanders but again, that's Rashad... another player that the that the Eagles are losing.
0: Okay, another one. Another one, and this is just no, no, touching on no. a little bit of fantasy football. Is Rashad is Rashad Penny a dynasty running back one now that he signed with the Eagles?
2: No, Adam. What were no. you going to say? He's gone to the Eagles. Oh, were you talking about Miles Sanders? I was talking about Miles Sanders, yeah. You're talking about yeah. Miles Sanders, right? Yeah, um, no, I wouldn't say he is. Because he won't... The, the problem is, is in the same way with Sanders, in the same way with anyone at the Eagles, you probably won't get a uh, sort of RB1 style running back from them because Hertz will take most of the Russian touchdowns. Um, also, you're going to struggle, aren't you? You know, there's different guys. I, uh, Boston Scott, I think, he's meant to be coming back. There's there's a lot of talk about that. Um, I know Sanders goes. They were heavily linked to uh, Bijan Robinson, you know, mm. in in the draft. So whether that, whether this might stop that, I don't know. But they were they were linked to, to bringing someone like him in. I, I don't think so. I, I think he's he's going to be. There's going to be too many mouths to feed right up there.
0: I just think it's a lot of hype for Rashard Penny. That's my issue. It is We
2: haven't had anything for 20 minutes, so we've got to keep it.
1: (laughs) Oh, we have. Matt Matt Breed has re-signed with the New York Giants. What are you on about? Big news. Sorry, we haven't had anything exciting for 20 minutes, (laughs) so we've got (laughs) to keep it going. And I also, just briefly on Adam's little touch there, I think Bijan might go, well, everyone's got a touted going at the back end to some of those players. I think he's going before that. I think people have noticed his talent and uh, he's going to go up. A lot higher than you think. I've also think that if I'm the Bears, I'm taking him at nine.
0: Oh, Definitely. such a stretch! I think.
1: I I think I, I can't go for that. If I'm
2: the if I'm the Chargers and I've just got rid of Eckler, I'm mm-hmm. taking him and pit like trading yeah. up for him. I could
0: I could I could pay for that. Steelers did that in the G Harris. We took him. Yeah, I even mean, some people thought he should. Also, teams, you
2: know, jokes, one other but. one other thing with um, Detroit, we I mean, how many mocks have we seen where there is always corner, like sick pick mm. is always corner. They've just taken Camp Sutton and Emmanuel Mosley, so yeah. unlikely, I think. So, yeah, maybe your uh, your Jalen Carter prediction might be coming true, Fred.
0: Mm-hmm. I completely forgot just put into context I said that lines Lions could now get Jalen Carter was really like that that could really happen now and then did a mock and they had the Bears taken everyone obviously ridiculed with saying the Lions I had the Lions taking him but uh I, I did completely forget. by I thought that Carter was going to land at the Lions which is still I think is definitely a possibility I think that could be um it could be very interesting very slippery slope well we're going to end it all here we're going to finish up because there seems to be no news coming in and we only have a, obviously a finite amount of time however we will be back next week for more of the free agency friends and more stuff about that. i'm sure a hell of a lot will have happened from this point to next week i'm sure some more mock the mocks are coming out soon as well with andrew and adam which have been very very good fun to watch as well um it was suddenly another big announcement, but it wasn't. It was a nobody player, but I'm not bothered about talking about it at this point. Um, thank you very much for watching, and thank you uh, for joining us this evening. Make sure you catch us all on uh, YouTube and on our social media channel. Uh, we'll be back very soon for more Franchise Tag Podcast. Until then, have a good rest of your week, and keep an eye on that Aaron Rodgers trade. <laughs>